Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. Welcome to the show, everybody. I am your trusty anti-guru, Crystal, and I'm so glad you're here. We're going to dive into today, what are you waiting for? That if you didn't wait for it, would set you free. And I started out the text for this show with Gary Douglas's famous saying, don't wait, create. And all of this got inspired by the fact that in real time, it's December. And creating in my business in December is historically one of the most quote unquote interesting times of the year to create because you're just navigating so many energies. And I pretty much figured that if I'm navigating a bunch of interesting energies that I'm not the only one. And if you're watching live and you want to say hi, I will say hi back. Um, So I pretty much know that I'm psychic. I'm picking up on everybody from eight to 8,000 miles in every direction. And um, that if I'm finding it interesting, you are, might be too. And the, the few things that I started to pinpoint that might be going on for a lot of us are we're basically summed up in three words. Hi, Kyla. Slow, sluggish, and muddled. Now, the other thing about this time of year that a lot of you guys know is that this tends to be the month that, number one, we go into some sort of survival or celebration about, but number two, um, start looking at what's next. And so this whole episode is going to be an invitation into my next program called createyournextyearnow.com. And, but I want to start out the conversation by asking you, what are you waiting for that if you didn't wait for it would set you free? Hello. Nice to see you guys. That, that question came out of a, a search through the reference materials. And probably a month or two ago, I started doing a 30 by 30 on that. I'm like, what am I waiting for that if I weren't waiting for it would set me free? And at that time, I was like lifting my head up out of a period of time in my life where I had spent the last couple of months just really down. And because I've been playing with access consciousness tools for so long, I've been doing this for 10 years, I I have a little experience that tells me that when I'm not feeling at my best, I'm literally just not creating my life. But creating your life is a big conversation. And it's it doesn't have one pathway. There's not really a series of steps at all. There's just the recognition of what you're going through or what you're feeling or the energies in your world. And then the acknowledgement that you have other choices if you want them. So I'm going to pin all of that for a second and bring in a section of the reference materials, which is the reference materials of access consciousness are just this big body of material archived material from all the different years that access consciousness has been around. And it's been about 30 years and there's, it's a gold mine. And I searched in these materials, the word waiting. And I found this section and I want to share it with you. It starts out with a clearing and it goes like this. What are you absolutely, totally, eternally, irrevocably, infinitely, and utterly refusing to perceive, know, be, and receive? That you truly can perceive, know, be, and receive. That if you would perceive, know, be, and receive, it would change all realities and manifest as the creation of your life. 
and everything that brings up will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, podpock, online, shorts, boys, povids, and beyonds. And you can go to Clearing with Crystal to find out more about that statement, okay? So what's the difference between creating your life and existing? Creating is a constant state of choice. Existing is doing what you're obligated to do when you're obligated to do it so that you get everything done that you're supposed to get done so that you can get your to-do list done because if you get your to-do list done, you must be having a life. Creating a life is creating it from fun, from the joy of it. And then he sort of slides into all different directions of this. One of the things he talks about is you really ought to do something that nurtures your body and nurtures your soul at least one hour a day and one day a week. But how much of your capacity to perceive have you contained, confined, and destroyed in order to create a reality with someone else instead of creating your life? And everything that is times a godzillion, we destroy and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys, povids, Indians. Look, over here in our world, Andres and I, our family, it's very creative right now. We are um, opening like two or three new business ventures. I'm listening to a lot of podcasts right now. I'm teaching myself about investing personally. I'm teaching myself about investing in other businesses. I'm we are in the active creation of a completely different financial reality, which makes both of us really, really happy. That's one thing that Andres and I have always had in common. So it does not look like Christmas over here, right? Like we aren't doing we aren't doing anything Christmas. In fact, on the 18th of December, today is December 5th, we're going to be moving into our, I think, third corporate apartment while we get our stuff from Colombia shipped to us here. So we're going to move this month because that's what you do during December, right? So we're not doing anything typical and both of us are, are couldn't be happier about that. So I want to encourage you first and foremost, that if normal stuff is not your thing, do what's your thing, do what's your thing. Don't, don't try to hold yourself to any standard of anything ever. Okay. Um, but the reason I think this reference material stuff is so related to this thing of not waiting is how many of you guys are putting what you want to choose or do on hold in order to create a reality with someone else? And this, look, I'm talking about this could be your partner. This could be your original family. This could be your kids. This could be anybody. This could be your best friend. You know, is there anyone or anything else that you're slowing yourself down for? And everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy it and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, all night, shorts, boys, povids, ambience. You know, as um, I, I had a session the other day with uh, a, per, a, a great person that I have sessions with. Uh, they they bought a package of sessions with me and it, it had been a while. And, and he showed up and he was like, I just wanted to book a session because I wanted to tell you that I just think you've been being so hard on yourself. And it really, really, really took me by surprise because typically I do sessions with other people that are for them. But I guess he needed to say that. <laughs> and I said, I've been being hard on myself. He's like, yes. He said, you have accomplished in more in the last three or four months than most people accomplished in a lifetime. And it really, really, really made me start to look at how you and I don't, that was you, how you and I don't necessarily Number one, see ourselves the way other people see us. So thank you very much. 
And number two, how we don't even know what our speed is until we just get after it and start going for speed. So I want you to just look at your world. Is there anywhere you're feeling sluggish, slow, bored, um, dissatisfied, ungrateful, um, you know, grumpy, agitated, irritated, any of the, raise your energetic hands if any of those energies are in your world or look into your world and what, identify what the dominant energy is. Is there any kind of angst? Okay. And now I want you to ask the question, am I creating my life? Yes or no? Now, when we don't engage in the creation of our life, then all, then the other, only other choice we give ourselves is a bunch of angst. Creating your life is the most non-defined, non-linear thing that you will ever engage in forever for the rest of all, all eternity. And the more consciousness, you know, we, we do access consciousness to allow ourselves to wake up to be conscious. Consciousness just includes everything. It's presence with everything. This is an empowerment modality for choice. You know, we do all these clearings so that we can clear out the unconsciousness that we've been using to create the difficulty, get conscious about what we're creating as difficulty or as amazing, both. And if it's difficulty, see if we want to choose something else. And if it's not difficulty, see if we like that and we want to have more of it, right? That's the purpose of consciousness. So, me too. So, what did you what did you think consciousness was for? You know, what have, what have you been into this conversation for? Did you know that it was about creating your life? Did you know that it's you're up to you to create your life? Did you know that if things are feeling slow and stupid, that that's you not creating your life, and also possibly your awareness of how everyone else is living create your next year now.com. So, so when I looked at what I really wanted to be doing this month, I'm like, number one, I'm, I'm starting to write the book that's going to come out first. I know I've been talking about writing, but don't, whatever. I'm put myself on a 30 day schedule. So number one in December, I'm moving. Number two, um, starting to write the book again. Um, number three, uh, teaching myself about investing. Number four, teaching myself about investing in other businesses. Uh, number five, really pivoting in my business. <laughs> number six, I think I'm taking about four different classes right now on different topics. That's because my because I am determined that for me, this next year, in the next five years, in the next 10 years, in the next 20 years, in the next 50 years of my life, continue to get greater. That from my point of view, they're there isn't the step backwards. There's only the aggressive forward motion. Now, this is not a show about like my point of view on what I've chosen so far, but I just really am like, whatever it takes, I am going to master this ship in a way that I am proud of on all levels. So here's a couple of the pragmatic things that I'm doing in my own life to just keep myself present. One of the things that is really easy for me to uh, get unpresent with is food. So I'm using the app Noom, N-O-O-M, to track food. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know track. I know tracking. I get it. But what I started to recognize is that in knowing myself, and this is a huge thing in creating your life, you got to know yourself. Knowing myself 
in this month in particular, there was enough things going on that I would, I would slip into what we call storm eating, right? Like I would just storm eat. And I really required some assistance to be more present with food. So that's one of the things I'm doing. Another one of the things I'm doing to keep myself really present every day is in the mornings, I am creating first. So it's how many of you guys like kind of get to the end of your day and wonder what happened to it, right? And I know we talk a lot about following the energy in, we talk about following the energy, follow that fucking energy. I have so much to say about that. And that can easily be misidentified and misapplied to allow everyone else to create your day for you, right? Those two things are not the same. So I spend the mornings creating first. I put energy into my business every day. I put energy into what I want, what I'm going to create next in the world every single day. I'm putting energy into the things that are going to fruit now and in the future. I put energy into learning something new every day. I'm putting energy into moving, at least walking, increasing my step count every single day. Um, I'm also putting a lot of energy right now into what can I choose today to have a really different future in one year, five years, and 10 years. And instead of just surviving and allowing this life and these energies to create me, I am taking an active role in the creation of my day and of my life. So the reason I shared that with you is that was not always the case. Um, I, I'm going to release a little clip that I, that I cut out of the latest how to become money workshop. And in that clip, I talk about that a lot of my life has been in reaction to things. When we, when we talk about money, what we're, we don't know what we're talking about. First of all, all of us talk about money in a completely different way, right? All of us have completely different points of view about money. Money is the concept around which, the subject around which we build all kinds of realities. Some of us build realities of lack. Some of us build realities of survival. Some of us build realities of angst. That's more common than not. So none of us know what we're talking about when we talk about money. Um, but what I do know is that for most of my life, I lived a reactive reality to money. And what I mean by that is that, you know, as soon as I was old enough to start having bills, my reactive reality to the bills was to go get a job so that I could pay the bills. And when the money would come in, I would react to the money coming in by paying the bills and spending it all. And for my, and the most of my life until I was about 38, my reactive reality with money meant that all of my money got used up on bills. And yes, I was able to live and I was able to have a roof over my head, but I had nothing else to show for it except that I was still here on the planet and I hadn't killed myself yet, <laughs> which to be honest was a huge feat. But financially, reacting to the bills got me to this place where I had just enough room on my credit card to go take a foundation class. Thank fuck. But that was about it, right? Like by the time I got done with foundation, my credit card was max. I was still in a job working, reacting to the bills. I lived most of my life on autopilot with money. I have these bills. So I have to go to work. I have these bills. I have to go to work. I have these bills. I have to go to work. On top of that, for me, I also allowed myself to get incredibly behind on all my taxes. So my react, so my reaction to these bills was these bills are good bills. I'll pay these. And my reaction to these bills were, I don't like those. I don't like those, you know, they weren't all bills, but like, I don't like filing my taxes. I don't like those. I'm going to ignore those. That's my reaction to you. And I'll pay these because these keep the lights on. 
I was in a completely reactive reality with money. And the truth is that I was in a reactive reality period with everything a hundred percent all the time. When it came to my, um, you know, relationships with my original family or my really, my purse, uh, what are those called primary relationships with whoever I was with at the time, reactive reality was the way to do things. And, and that, you guys, is the way things are done here. It's You have the presumptions that we just presume to be true, the need to react to those presumptions to prove them to be true, et cetera. And then you've got the big five. I've talked about this a lot lately. So, so all of that meant that I wasn't creating my life. I was living in reaction to what it took to keep a roof over my head, essentially. And that's fine. That's what a lot of us are doing. But what does it take to go beyond that? What does it take to go beyond that? What do you have to start asking yourself? What do you have to start looking at? And I was sharing, I, again, with the same person the other day, I was sharing the, the, the one or two questions that I've really been asking myself to stimulate something different in my world. And one of the first questions I started to ask myself that started to grow something different in me, and this was a a few years ago, was what could I create or choose that would be big enough for me? What could, what is it, what is it that would be interesting enough and big enough for me to create? I have to tell you that it's probably six years later this year that I just am starting to get a sense of it. But all throughout this last six years, all this unconsciousness that needed to be gone from my world in order for me to be who I am, in order for me to be the person that I am today, to hear that thing that could come into my world at this time was occurring. So just know that every time you ask for something, which is definitely going to be part of this Create Your Next Year Now program, we are going to go through some clarity exercises that are going to stimulate new asks Know that every time you ask for something, the universe has to move all these different elements inside of you and uncover you to you so that you can have what you're asking for. So you also have to be willing to be money, which is like power, awareness, creativity, control, and money, knowing that what you ask for will come to fruition as it can and how it can. So so I so living in this reactive reality. So it honestly took me five or six years of just like going to classes, going to classes, going to classes, running clearings, running clearings, to clearing out all this unconsciousness for me to finally be blank enough, enough space, willing to stay and choose space for me to finally go, okay, now what? And finally, Gary Douglas could get in and say, well, now you create you. well, what do I want me to be like? <laughs> I mean, that is the adventure of a lifetime. And as Gary would say, exactly. Now you create you. Now I've talked a lot recently about how, you know, three or four months ago, I was allowing the world to create me, meaning you are psychic and you pick up on everything from eight to 8,000 miles in every single direction all the time, nonstop. And you can't turn that off. That's what you are. It would be like a monkey trying to not be a monkey. They are one. Like You're a monkey. All right. You're a radio receiver tower for all thoughts, feelings, and emotions and points of view. And you always have been. So, so one of the skills of creating 
you is really getting your level of awareness and how that shows up. Um, I was chatting with somebody this morning in one of my classes about how she's spent the last however many years of her life resisting what she's aware of. And that's been what's created her life. You know, she's lived her life in resistance. Well, guess what? She's exhausted. She's tired. She's burnt out. And so a lot of the 21 day class that we've been doing has been working with her in like, you can't resist what you are. You can't resist what you are. I mean, you can, but you're going to be exhausted all the time. You are aware. So now what does it take to be aware and also, and still create your life? And if we take me as an example, like two or three months ago, um, I, I today am as aware as I was two or three months ago, but I'm not allowing what I'm aware of to run my life. I'm running my life. I'm in the, I'm in the driver's seat. I'm moving things forward. I'm making choices. I'm looking at what I want my life to be like financially, happiness wise, relationally with my body. I'm choosing those things. And so my level of energy is up. My level of my happiness level is up. You know, all that goes up when you are driving. How many of you guys are driving and how many of you guys have been in the passenger seat and either not been wanting to acknowledge it or you've known you're in the passenger seat, but haven't really been wanting to choose anything else. And I mean, of your life and everything that is times a godzillion where you destroy and uncreate it all right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine shirts, boys, poets and beyonds. So this new program, yes, we are going to be looking with a lot of, um, interest and attention at your life specifically. We're going to pull it apart and we're going to look at all the different areas and we're going to rate them on a scale of one to 10. Where are you with this? You know, if you could rate this area from one to 10, what would it be for you? We're going to look at what you're aware of. And then we're going to look at what it would take for it to be a 10. And let me give you an example of an area of my life where I hadn't really looked at this. And it's an area I talk about a lot but it was in the area of relationship. And this is going to be a real acknowledgement for, for Andreas and I. If I could rate the area of relationship for me on a scale of one to 10, I'd put it at about a six right now. Now that's up from a two <laughs> when we were back in Colombia and not anybody's fault, just what was going on for me. So we're at about a six. So I sat with this one because it was a lot easier for me to identify tasks I could do to increase and improve my financial reality and my, you know, um, body stuff. And like, I could really start to look at, there are things I could actually do physically, right? I could set this up. I could do this thing. I could put the system. Relationship was interesting. And so I had to sit with it for a minute. What would make this area a 10 for me? It took me like five minutes. I really, I sat right here in this chair and I looked and I looked and I looked at it. And I was like, is it this? No. Is it this? No. And I, I just stayed really present with it. And then it just sort of bubbled up. What would make this area 10 for me is if we just friggin' enjoyed each other. If we just enjoyed each other. And here's the crazy thing about stuff like this. We actually do really enjoy each other. Do we allow ourselves that? answer would be no, Bob. And there's all kinds of things there. You know, I, Andres and I were talking last night about, um, I said, he's, he's learning this year about allowing himself to relax. He, we've talked a lot how he doesn't really let himself do that. He's like, 
he's all his life. He's been on this constant go, go, go adrenaline pump. Can't relax. Have to always be watching my back for, and that's from the country he grew up in to the family he was in, to the women he chose. And this year coming here has been the first time he's ever really had the space to look at it and where it's like really up, but now he's like, yeah, what would it take? So, so he's really personally looking at that. And I'm really looking at what, what I've been doing with that. Cause he, we have similar things going on and what it would take to just really enjoy me. Now, these things can sound really little, but they're everything. Money shows up from joy. Life expectancy increases with joy. Businesses get greater with joy. Bodies don't age as fast with joy. Like joy really is like one of the most powerful elementals and healing agents in the entire world. With gratitude grows everything. It doesn't, you know, even if you look at the rice experiment, have you guys ever Googled the rice experiment? One jar of rice will rot while one jar of rice will stay healthy and thrive with joy. Like it's a, it's an actual elemental. And with our choices we've made over the last couple of years and all the things we've gone through and all the things that have come up to change, We've really exposed the deep, dark underbelly of what occurs when, when you can't seem to access that energy. And now we're getting the chance to like grow it. And that's what's like, okay, what's it going to take to have more of that? And that's where my asks are starting to come from now. Getting really clear about looking at my life and going, okay, so, so money, where, where, why would I rate money right now? For me, I think it's like about a four, which is anybody else could look at my money and go, really? Yeah, about a four. Okay, so what would make it a 10? Instantaneously, I have a sense of direction. Because here's the thing about your life. Your life is created by you. I know that sounds like, duh, but it's created by you. It's created by you. So your level of dissatisfaction or unhappiness with it is also created by you, which is great news. That's great news. That is great news. According to the How to Become Money Workbook, all that means is you are a great and glorious creator. You're just a glorious creator. So if you start to really look at what it would take to move this from here to here, you'll start to have awareness of it. But guess what we don't ever do? We never ask ourselves those questions. We just say generally, we stay generally disgruntled, generally bored, generally, you know, we don't get clear enough with ourselves about and and really kind of break things into pieces and go, okay, so with your body, what's your level of one to 10? Where are you at with that? Mm, Three. Okay. What would make it a 10? Well, if my body didn't hurt, guess what? For my body to change, it's been doing a lot of aching. I have to change the way I'm living. Listening to my body would mean my life changes. And I've been, this is what's actually been affecting a lot of my choices recently is listening to my body. I'm going to change a lot of my choices. I'm going to change the way I'm doing business. I'm going to change how money comes into our world. I'm changing all that. That's going to take three to five years to fully actualize, but that's me listening to my body. That's me finally going, "Mm, for this to be a 10, I have to be willing to change my life. Okay. 
which will also affect the money happiness level, which will affect the business happiness level. Okay, cool. So nothing's really separate. But when I start to look at these as separate, I get a lot different information to create my way forward. This is what we're going to do this month in my world. If you are, don't need, if you want something else for December and you would like to get a head start, you would like to get more present with your body, get more present with money, get more present with your life, get more clear, start moving things forward in a really different way. Now, before the first of the year, you are welcome to join us. Createyournextyearnow.com. There's two payment opportunities we're going to be meeting together for a total of 13 days consecutively. I would love to have you. What would it take for you to be willing to ha- live the energy of what you'd like your life to be so it can show up for you in totality? And everything that doesn't allow it and all the thoughts, feelings, emotions, sex and no sex and presumptive and need of reactive realities you're using to absolutely refuse your life and the energy you'd like your life to be, will you destroy it and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, online, shorts, boys, poses, ambience. Share this with a friend who needs it. Like it, comment, let more people see it, and I'll see you next week.